Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your humble host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade now. And this is going to be a quick episode. I've had some technical difficulties on my end just to peel back the curtain a little bit. Um, There's been some difficulties with the program that I've been using, not functioning properly, unfortunately, that will be taken care of by tonight. So there will be a quick hits episode right now this morning. And honestly, this kind of sucks that I can't do what I really wanted to do today. So instead of talking more about Trevor Zegers today, I'm going to hold that off to tonight and to tomorrow, even though on the Twitter it says locked on Zegers now. I'm going to hold off on that until tomorrow. In the meantime, there is something else that I had written out. So in times, I usually write out little notes as to what I want to talk about and what I want to bring up. Obviously, that can all change with some major news stories hitting the airwaves, hitting the NHL airwaves. And there's one that I'm going to get to in the second part of the show, which kind of relates to the first part of the episode. I did want to talk about the Tulsa Oilers briefly, and I just want to get this out there right now, that I won't be talking about Tulsa as much, simply because the NHL is coming back. The AHL is meeting this week. We will have news on that either on maybe Thursday or early next week. That is the indication as of right now. And as most of you know, that's the one that I mainly cover. I mainly cover the American Hockey League. That's just how it is. But I still cover the Ducks, obviously. But mostly I can be seen in SoCal, either in Ontario or San Diego, covering the SoCal teams for the American Hockey League. Right now, we're still unsure if there's even going to be a or even, you know, some percent of an AHL season. We do not know that yet. But something that was kind of brought up the last time that Sarah Alampado and I talked, and something that I'm going to bring up once again, should we be playing? Should we even be playing with these numbers increasing at the rate they are, especially here in Southern California? We're not going to have fans here for a very long time. It's going to take an absolute miracle honestly, to get fans in the stands for either San Diego games or Ontario games, depending on when they finish. The National Hockey League schedule came out, and I did talk about that last time. Uh, The schedule is going to go from January until around April, May, a little bit later than normal. That's fine. However, I don't know if we should be playing, to be honest. This, This whole situation sucks. And even more so, it sucks for Tulsa. And the reason this all kind of loops back to, I want to talk about Tulsa Oilers, is because they couldn't play a couple of games. They had to postpone, or rather cancel their games, with the Utah Grizzlies because of COVID. So Tulsa lost some games for their prospects. And in fact, they lost one of their prospects. Ole Eriksson Eck is no longer with the Allen Americans. In fact, he is currently at the training camp. For the Ducks. Keep in mind, the Ducks had to start only four days early, despite the fact that they were promised an extra two to two and a half weeks a few months ago. They were promised two extra weeks because they hadn't played in what's going to be 10 months. Yeah, no, the NHL said, no, screw that. We're not going to give you two weeks. We're going to give you four days. Four days. That is it. Isn't that sad? I mean, really, You're putting these seven teams at such a massive disadvantage that it really almost kind of 
it, it makes it no point to give them any kind of advantage. Four days is almost nothing. And not only that, most of the players aren't even at training camp. You have a couple of players at WJCs. You had a couple of players at Tulsa that found out about this pretty late. They have to quarantine because of the restrictions. So now you don't even have all the players at your provisional training camp. A couple of them aren't going to get there until after January 5th because, let's face it, when you're playing in the World's Juniors and representing your country, you're going to finish that off. I'm talking about Zegris and Jamie Drysdale. Ole Eriksson Ek, he was in Tulsa for a while. Uh, he obviously couldn't play this weekend because he got the invite. So Ole Eriksson Ek eventually got to Anaheim. That's fine. So now you have this prospect being pulled out of Tulsa. There, there is still Maxime Gallaud playing for the Oilers as of current, and he hasn't done much. In fact, Tulsa hasn't done much. Uh, their last two games, they've been absolutely awful. They played against the Allen Americans and lost 4-1 to and 5-1. to This was Tulsa's first games in two and a half weeks. They were not at all ready for this. They hadn't played in a while. There was a lot, from the highlights that I saw from that Saturday game, there was so much rust on them. They looked like they were a couple steps behind the Allen Americans, and they absolutely were. And really, they lost their big goalie, too. Erickson Eck wasn't there. So they went to Zach Sochenko. Zach Sochenko, who had a cup of coffee in the American Hockey League, he's a pretty much career minor leaguer. He did not look good in net at all. And I can remember seeing him down here uh, playing for, I think I want to say San Jose, for the Barracuda. And he didn't look great there either. It also doesn't help that he saw 47 shots. Their defense is a mess. The, the Tulsa Oilers are kind of out of sorts right now. You know, not having played, having to deal with COVID, having to deal with COVID restrictions. That all sucks. So, to go back to my original point, should we be playing? I'm personally going to say probably not, but that's where we are because, hey, at least we're allowing fans in Allen in Texas all, well, for all that it's worth. Allen is at 33% capacity, which is fine. Hey, at least you're not one of the Florida teams. Florida is at half capacity. They don't really care much in other parts of the country, do they? They almost think that a pandemic doesn't exist. So... That's where we are. That's what I want to talk about in that regard. Uh, we'll be back after the first intermission, but I want to tell you guys about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. You can pick up their white chocolate bars right now. Yes, the white chocolate bars are amazing. They're probably the best of the bunch, especially the white chocolate cookies and cream. So go to Built Bar right now. Enter promo code Locked On to get 20% off your next order. Once again, that is BuiltBar.com, promo code locked on. They're packed with only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and 17 grams of protein. So not only do they taste delicious, but they are very healthy for you and made with 100% real chocolate. So once again, go to BuiltBar.com, promo code locked on, gets you 20% off your next order. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land. And we'll be back after the first intermission. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. 
and kind of continuing on the thoughts of should we be playing or not. Um, this I had written out a couple days ago, and I absolutely was going to talk about this no matter what. And this is bigger than hockey. Henrik Lundqvist, one of the premier gentlemen of the National Hockey League, and I know that Locked On Rangers is going to talk about this at length. So if you want to listen to that, listen to Locked On Rangers after this show. John Chick will have much more on that, but something that I want to bring up personally. Henrik Lundqvist had to first opt out of the season about a week ago because he was citing some health concerns with his heart. At first, it was rumored that he was going to miss some time. Then he announced that he was going to miss the season. Once that news came out, we were all just hoping and praying for the best for Henrik Lundqvist. We didn't know the severity of what was going on with King Henrik. And then it came out earlier this week that he had to have open heart surgery. Yeah, not kidding on that. Open heart surgery is scary for anyone. Not just professional athletes, but anyone in general. When you're dealing with matters of the heart, especially in this era of COVID-19, you've got to have some major concerns. Because look at what's happened. We talked about this with the Florida player, Keontae Johnson. He had COVID. Now he has heart issues. He collapsed on the court. That happened. And we also talked about the fact that hockey players tend to have heart issues. We've talked about... Oh, the incident from now 10 months ago, Jay Bowmeister at the Ponda. He had to be revived. He had to be revived, folks. So when you talk about Henrik Lundqvist needing open heart surgery, your heart drops a lot in that case. Henrik Lundqvist has always been one of the big-time gentlemen in the league, and I really hope that he can recover from this. Um, just pulling off of his Twitter, you know, it's it's been a lot just the past few weeks. And even he said, it's been a very emotional week for me and my family. And he wanted to express his gratitude for all the support everywhere. So, you know, I talked about that statement from two weeks ago now, where he said that he wanted to thank the Capitals for this opportunity. Obviously, he was back with his family and he had a heart condition. So that was a couple weeks ago. Then the big news dropped two days ago. Here's what he said on his Twitter. Quote, The last three weeks, my focus has shifted from training camp and the upcoming season to my health and what I can and cannot do. Scheduled for an open heart surgery now, aortic valve replacement, aortic root, and ascending aortic replacement, to be more exact. We all have our mountains to climb. Staying positive here and set on the road to recovery, end quote. And that is from Henrik Lundqvist himself. Oh, man. As soon as I read that Monday morning, I knew that I wanted to talk about this. Henrik has a family to think about. I've seen people on Twitter hoping that he'd get back this season. Are you kidding me? No. At this point, it's best just to hope that he recovers and lives a healthy life because he has a family. Henrik Lundqvist has always been a family man first, and he has to look out for himself. Absolutely. That kind of heart surgery, that is scary. I mean, yes, in general, people survive that. But should he think about playing again? No. He's had a stellar career. 15 seasons in the NHL, 
is great for any player. And most hockey players would kill to have a 15-year career like Henrik Lundqvist has had. They would absolutely love to have that career. 15 years. Yes, he's never won a Stanley Cup. And it's unfortunate that he may never get that chance. But for him, he just wants to recover from this, get it taken care of. I'm sure the competitive fire in him wants to come back. But dealing with the heart, you've got to just think retirement now and think about your family. And I absolutely wish him nothing but the best on this surgery. That That's scary, folks. And same with Jay Bowmeister. He hasn't specifically said he's going to retire, but he nearly died on the ice at the Ponda. And I hearken back to other players that have had heart issues. Rich Peverly, he collapsed on the bench. He retired. He didn't come back. You think about, you know, just other players that have had heart issues in the recent past. Once they had that happen, they didn't come back. So do I expect Bobiser to come back? No, unfortunately. Do I expect Lundqvist to come back? Unfortunately, no. Because he's a goalie. Some of those shots are going to come right towards the chest, right at the chest protector. If it hits a certain spot right there on the chest, it's not going to be good. So he's got to think about just focusing on his family, focusing on retirement, and on the next chapter of his life. We're going to come back after the second intermission, but I want to talk to you guys about betonline.ag, which is the exclusive, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And if you go to Locked On AG, sorry, LockedOn.ag and enter the promo code LOCKED or Locked On, you will get a 50% welcome bonus after your first deposit. Once again, that is betonline.ag. Dot AG, your exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And more to come after the break. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. So finally, I want to talk a little bit about the World Junior Championships. Once again, this is a quick episode. We will have more either, maybe later tonight, maybe I'll have two episodes tonight. Or we'll have one on Thursday. Actually, you know what? No. Here's what I'm going to say right now, folks. We will have two episodes tonight. We'll have this one. We'll have a late one tonight. And then we will have an end of 2020 podcast. The best of 2020, for whatever it's worth. That will be on New Year's Eve. So we will have three, count them, three shows in a matter of two days before the year ends. And just to give a quick, brief reminder that you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher, or wherever podcasts can be found. So the World Junior Championships, last year, it was a coming out party for Trevor Zegris. This year, it is just complete and utter domination. Zegris has been on another level, scoring 10 points in three games. And I will talk much more about that on the next podcast. But just going over some of the prospects and how they have done. Trevor Zegris has five goals, five assists. They've all been stellar goals, highlight reel goals, as a matter of fact, for Trevor Zegris. This kid is on a completely different planet. And we're not worthy of seeing this, honestly. Because now 
he is using his shot. Last year at the World Juniors, he was looking past first, past first all the time, every time. In fact, all nine assists last year were primary assists. This year, he's actually trying to get more into the faceoff dot, more into his natural stride, which is great coaching, by the way. And now you have him with five goals, and a couple of those goals have been highlight real goals. And I'll talk much more in detail about that later tonight. But I want to talk about the other Ducks prospects really quick. I want to talk about Jamie Drysdale for a hot second. Jamie Drysdale, he has been on a different level defensively. He doesn't have the stats to show for it, but looking at his strides defensively, this kid has been nothing short of amazing for Team Canada. And in fact, Canada, they have looked dominant in this World Junior Championship. Yes, USA did win 11-0 over Austria, but Canada won 16-2 over Germany. 16-2. And that's more what I want to talk about for a couple of minutes. The fact that we've had a bunch of these blowout games, prompting some to say, should we lessen the field? Should there be eight, six, or even four teams playing in the World Juniors? I'm going to say this straight up. Heck no. These kids deserve to be there. Austria moved up fair and square. They are proud to represent their country. And how dare anyone say that they don't deserve to be there? These kids work their butt off to get to where they are right now. They absolutely belong. I don't care if you get blown out by over 10 goals. The fact that you're even at the World Junior Championships says a great deal about the work that you've done to get there. Marco Rossi, the captain for Austria, he's not going to fold over and give up. No, he's going to play his ass off. Look at Germany. They have been decimated by COVID-19. They've lost a ton of players, and they're still going to go out there and compete and score goals. In fact, they did score two goals against Canada the other night. So for some of these pundits saying that they shouldn't be playing and they don't belong, no, I highly disagree with you on that, and I will always disagree with you on that. Ten teams getting there is fine. Whether they make the round of eight or not, that's a different story. But at least give them the chance to represent their country and make their fellow countrymen proud. That's all I'm saying. All right, we're going to end the podcast on that note. Once again, this is kind of a quick episode. We'll have a full episode later tonight, and that will be more in-depth about Trevor Zegris as we, I work through some technical issues on my end over here. Hopefully, we will be good by later. I want to remind you that you can hear this podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Be sure to listen to the Locked On NHL podcast. Make sure to listen to Locked On Bets, where they've been on fire recently. But most of all, check out Locked On NHL. They will have more on the World Juniors. They'll have much more on Henrik Lundqvist and that very tragic news. And we're going to keep having more news as we come along. The NHL is coming back. And I'll also talk more in depth about the training camp roster for the Ducks. And I want to thank you all for listening. We'll be back later tonight here on the Locked On Podcast Network for Locked On Anaheim Ducks. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day and Ducks fly together.